All right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the NBS podcast, where NB stands for New Break and S stands for whatever you want. We're your hosts for this week. I'm Maya. And I'm Ben. And we hope you enjoy. In today's episode, we will be breaking down and discussing a verse in Romans about the element of hope. I feel like we really needed to have a super strong message for our first episode, and hope is one of the best ones you can have, especially right now. If you want to follow along in your Bible or your phone or whatever else you use, we're going to be in Romans 8, verses 28 through 29. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. All right, so we're going to start off with the first section of this verse and kind of break down what it means. So the first section is, And we know that all things, all things God works for the good of those who love him have been called according to his purpose. So I think this first part is pretty straightforward. It means that everyone who puts their trust in God, believes in God, loves God, all these things, no matter really what happens, God will eventually make it lead to something good for his purpose. And that's one of the main aspects of hope is we know that even though something might not go well or we might, we might not see it as a good thing at, in the time or at the time, we have hope and we know that God is going to make it work for his purpose and for good. And even through like any type of hardships or trials you might face, because we know Christianity is very is a very difficult journey to go through, but it, obviously it's completely worth it. But um, just having those trials is pretty much or they are opportunities for God to shine through and for God to let you know and remind you that he is in control of everything. He's been controlling everything since day one, since he created the earth, and it's still prevalent today, and he's never going to stop doing it. So we just have to figure out a way that we can see it through anything that we might face. Yeah. So I guess this next part of the verse, it goes, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So that word predestined there is really important because it, if if you read it out of context, it may sound like we don't, it's essentially insinuating that we don't have free will, which we know we do, right? Because if we didn't have free will, then we wouldn't be in the situation we are now on earth as it is. Because if we didn't have, if we didn't have free will, then Adam and Eve wouldn't have done what they did and all this wouldn't have happened. But so when God says predestined, he kind of, he it's, it's, it's more him saying that he knows kind of what's going to happen. And when we go to make a decision that aligns with his plan for us, then he will make it so that that decision has a higher chance or will work out for us, right? Because mm-hmm. of course you can do whatever you want, but God is going to bless you when you do things good things in his name that he would have you do right so when mm-hmm. you live a life for him predestination is a really hard concept to grasp um, but it's not God picking and choosing who he wants to be Christians and who he wants to come live in heaven with him eventually but instead it's him knowing like Ben said knowing what decision we're gonna make when we make it and 
like how we're gonna make it in a way mm-hmm. i don't know that predestination is a very hard thing to like hold on to it is a really difficult thing um so next we have after that he has that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters so he in this case is referring to jesus and the firstborn among many many brothers and sisters is essentially referring to all christians and what is meant by that is jesus we know jesus was perfect right and we know that jesus was god's son but we're also all of god's children so jesus was the the first example of what we will be like in heaven mm-hmm. right so when when god create or when jesus was born he he came down he he did all the things that he did and he was an example for us and then he died for us and he essentially he was the hope right we without jesus we wouldn't really have hope to get into heaven because of course for all souls for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, right? So the only way for us to get into heaven is for Jesus to have died. And that's the main, like pretty much the overarching principle of Christianity is that we have hope in the fact that Jesus died for us so that us having free will, meaning that we can't really resist sin, that's just the nature of us, we can still get into heaven through Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's not like... It's not Jesus minimizing our own problems and like saying, oh, just trust in me and everything is going to be like, everything's going to be perfect. It's more that it's more trust in me and we can figure this out together and I will provide for you. And you don't, you don't need to worry because I'm here for you. Even though that's, again, it's really hard to like not worry because we are humans and we did fall and it's. I don't, I don't know how to say that. Well, yeah, God just, he doesn't just give handouts, right? And that's one of the things, I mean, it all, it all really connects back to hope. But when, um, when we, when we hear that God makes all things work together for our good, there's a song, I like that song. Um, (laughs) When we hear that God makes all things work together for our good, it's, we have, we have to take that from like the perspective that we have, right? So of course, as humans, we don't we don't see the whole picture. And if you're gonna go ahead and ask, be like, "Hey, God, uh, make this work out for me. Make this work out for me," or anything along those lines. Like, if it's not God's plan, it's not gonna happen. And that that can be seen as things just straight up not working. And like, you someone would be like, "Oh, God doesn't. God has forsaken me," or all of these things. But when we make a decision that is along the lines of what God wants us to do, then it'll work out. And another thing that's important is um, God, if you ask for something, God will give you an opportunity like to achieve what you want, right? So for example, if you ask for wisdom, God isn't just going to make you wise. He's going to give you an opportunity to become wise, whether that be through some traumatic experience or another less dramatic learning experience it's a lot of god has this plan and we know and we have hope in that it will work out as long as we accept that it may not work out exactly the way we want it to but in the end we will see what god had planned out and perhaps that 
the the end goal that God has for us, we may not have even thought of. And then once we're there, we're like, oh, I'm glad that I went with God's way because it's better than the idea that I had, right? Mm-hmm. Where it in the moment, it's not good and it's really bad and it it completely changes how you th- look at things and like what perspective that you look at it with. And if you turn that perspective to a positive one or like a more positive one than you had, you end up seeing things that would never have happened if you didn't go through what you did. Like if you didn't, I don't even know an example, but I have an example if you, once you finish. You have an example. Yeah. Okay, say your example. Okay, um well, I'm not going to get into details, but I <laughs> Six months ago, I, I made a mistake. And now in the situation that I am right now, I'm actually glad that it happened because I have changed so much as a person. And of course, in the time, I was like, dang, this really sucks. Like, I hate that this happened. And it was hard for a while. But one thing that I'm, I'm really happy that I did is kind of after I kind of got over the shock of what had happened, I started looking at it in a learning experience opportunity type of perspective, like a wisdom opportunity, right? And when I looked at it that way, not only was I far less upset about what happened because I knew that most likely God would, I mean, there's what else would it be? It wouldn't, God wouldn't do something like that just for it to not end up benefiting me. Yeah. God doesn't make us suffer for fun. (laughs) That's how that works. Um, But I knew that, like, for example, a year from when everything happened that I would be in a better place and I'd be a the better version of myself than I would have had it not happened. And I guess that's a perfect example of God taking something bad and using it as, as a learning opportunity to have it end up be for good and for his, um, for his will. Like, mm-hmm. to be honest, I had it not had happened, I, we might not have been here doing this podcast. <laughs> like, all, all, so much has changed that so much good has come out it that kind of overshadows the bad you yeah. just have to you have to go through that first time after something happening with the attitude that there will be a silver lining even if i don't see it now mm-hmm. and god uses these experiences that you might go through to open new doors for you that you would never have even imagined could happen to you like your example was perfect in that way like I never would have thought that we'd be here recording a podcast for church. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's just your whole life pretty much has been leading up to this moment right here. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's like, it's just a really interesting concept to think of that every bad decision that you've made in your life thus far brought you to where you are right now, whether you're listening to this podcast or you're doing whatever you're doing, I don't know. Um, Every mistake you've made has been turned and kind of changed by the Lord and by His control over your life so that it eventually will be a good thing. Like you're going to look back at it and be like, oh, I'm kind of glad that happened or else I wouldn't have been where I am right now. And I think that's really important, especially when you're talking about hope, because right now where we are, COVID is just like, COVID is crazy. It's taking over the world and it's not even alive. It's a virus. Like, that's crazy. You learned that in bio. I did learn that in bio, actually. They aren't alive. They aren't alive. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. Fact of the day. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so like taking COVID, that's probably one of the most prevalent examples that you could use right now. I honestly, I looking at it, I don't see like silver lining yet. Quite yet, but I'm I'm sure there will be at some point. Right. Like I'm like... um, Well, here's one. I mean... Had had COVID not had happened, I mean, we probably wouldn't have been doing this podcast because before COVID, I never even came to youth group, right? That's true. Right? So, That's I mean, true. there's one thing. You can blame COVID on our podcast. Mm-hmm. I hate COVID. You made a podcast. Come on. No, and it's like, well, I've built some relationships in the past few months that I wouldn't have built if it wasn't for this pandemic and like... I've made lifelong relationships with many different people and it's it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And my walk with the Lord has grown a lot stronger and my faith in him because of that hope aspect. Because I now have hope in him that I didn't have before this because I didn't see a need for hope. My life was like, mm-hmm. the world was great. You yeah. didn't need, well, you're always going to need th- there's it. Another, like, that's another thing. COVID gave us a reason to desire hope mm-hmm. because I mean, I, at least for me too, I agree. Like the world was, it was pretty good. Like, <laughs> I was doing pretty good before COVID and I mean, I'm doing pretty good now, but it, it kind of gave you like a, a new perspective on like what could go wrong, right? It's, it's how bad can it get so that when it's, or when it's good, you have something comp- to compare it to, right? Mm-hmm. Because even if like compared to good, it's bad, there's always something worse. So we always have that hope for it to be better than it currently is. And that's something to look forward to, to wake up every day for, right? And it, it just, everything that we've talked about thus far, it's circled back completely just to God's sovereignty and his ability to control not even control, that's not the right word, but like to manage to, yeah, just to be there for every aspect of our lives. And it's that that we trust in. It's that exact reason that we have hope in someone other than worldly things. We have hope in God. And that's like, I don't know how to stress this enough, but it's like one of the most important things you need, especially right now, Yeah, is that hope exactly. Yeah. And when we talk when we talk about all, of the, all this hope and God using things for our good and stuff, the, the verse mentions predestined, and it's important to understand that free will free will is so important in our existence, right? And the fact that we have free will is a, is kind of a really it's really important. Because it, it gives us the ability to under we like we understand that our decision our decisions like that's nice <laughs> our decisions will affect pretty much everything right and then when we make a bad decision then it's then it kind of opens our eyes and that those bad decisions are a lot of times a result of us and then the devil's influence on our life. And that's one of the main things that God gives us hope for is liberation from temptation by the devil, right? 
and then that connects to the end of the verse when it says that we um, he was the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. That idea of being a brother and a sister of Jesus and the Son of God in heaven, the devil will have been cast into hell. He will no longer have any effect on us. So in heaven, we will still have free will, but there will be no temptation to sin because the, there's a complete and utter absence of the devil and the presence of God will be so overwhelming that we will maintain free will while still being perfect as Jesus was, right? And that's what we have to look forward to. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we put our hope and our trust in is that exact thought and that process. And that's not to say that we're not going to face temptation today, like yeah. right now. And it, I already said this, I think, but like Jesus does not try to diminish or minimize our worries or anxieties or our temptations at all. He's merely trying to help us flip it and put a different perspective, a godly and a more holy perspective on everything we look at. Because you can look at something with the world like the perspective of the world, and it's going to be messed up. It's going to be like, you're not even going to be able to handle it. But if you flip that and look on the other side and look at what God did with that and how he would look at it from if he was, well, he is here, but like how he would view this, it's completely different. And that's what hope is essentially. That's what Christianity is. Yeah. It's a... It's a way of looking at the world such that bad things do not, I don't want to say don't affect you as much. It's, it's, a perspective looking, it's a perspective of looking at the bad through a lens of learning and hope and just new, right? And knowing that God intended this to happen. Exactly. Like it wasn't, it didn't surprise him. He wasn't mm -hmm. like, oh, that That's wasn't crazy. supposed to happen. Oopsies. Sorry. No, he knew. He knows exactly. He knows. You probably heard this a lot. He knows the number of hairs on your head. Like yeah. he, he knows everything. And nothing's a surprise to him. Right. So anything that you're going through, there's a purpose for it. And exactly. it's, it's easy to say that. And then, and then you go through something and you're like, oh, wow, like, this really sucks. I guess God doesn't, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's that's that's really when God tests us, right? When you're going through something so difficult like that, and if you have the strength to look at it through the, this is the learning experience God meant for this to happen. It's gonna end up being for good if you can look at it through that perspective. Then the um, some of the burden, of course, God doesn't promise us a comfortable life. We know Paul had a very uncomfortable life, but. When, we, when you look through it through that perspective, it kind of lessens some of the burden. It gives you gives you the motivation to make it through it in hopes, with the hope that it will get better. Mm -hmm. I think a really good biblical example would be Job. He he had everything, and then he had nothing in a matter of days or weeks or however long it took. It was pretty quick that he lost. Yeah, everything. it was pretty quick. But to think that he still throughout everything that had happened to him and everything God tested him with, he still praised the Lord after it. And then God blessed him. And he was grateful, which is like mm -hmm. weird to think about. Like 
you just lost everything lost and it. you're thanking the Lord. Exactly. And that is like... Because it doesn't matter because we're going to go to heaven. Right. right. Well, it's not even that it doesn't well, yeah. matter because it does. It's it's it's, it's temporary. Right. But the pain is temporary. Right. It always will be. <laughs> I was going to say the pain is temporary, but swag is forever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention Joe. No, that was important. <laughs> um, so essentially our message is just trying to get the point across that God is in control of everything and that things are going to happen for a reason. You're probably not going to see it. Actually, you won't see it in the moment. And, but God is going to like use it for something later to benefit you and to benefit him and his kingdom. And my encouragement. My encouragement for you this week would just be to take these little trials and errors and just flip them. Like, turn them into something that God is going to look at and say, oh, this is good. Like, I wanted this to happen. I planned for this. And it's really easy to say that and not do it. And when something does happen to you, you're just like, oh, well, okay. You got to look for the silver lining, right? Because like if you if you if something happens and then you pray about it, right, and be like, God, help me find the silver line. I know this sucks, but I know that eventually I will see why it happened and the reason and I'll be living gratefully that it happened. And I think my, another... My mind just went completely blank. Oh, my gosh. Another just really quick encouragement is that you're not alone. Like... We're all going to struggle with this, especially hope. That's a very hard thing to continue to think about and to pray about. And if you have any questions or if you need one of us to pray, just reach out. I mean, you have our Instagram. DM us if you need to. This will be on YouTube eventually. Uh, eventually. Comment. Comment. If, and just that you're not, things that you're going through, someone else is either going through the same things or they have in the past and they know how to get through it. All right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening if you yeah. got this far. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we'll see you guys. All right. Uh, well, talk to us if you have any questions. See y'all next time.